Hey y'all, so if I can relate and she can relate, then I know you can relate. This is the Relatable AF Podcast with DJ and Tanya. Let's start this show. Hell The team is exceptionally good today. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap of nobody. Come on, make me believe what you're saying. Hey y'all, what's T? Welcome back. This is the Relatable AF Podcast, about two relatable-ass friends talking and dishing about everything entertainment news, media, TV, film, and other stuff we can all relate to. I am one half of the co-hosting duo known as DJ, aka lead vocalist of S Club 7, Joe. Oh, wow. Are they still with us? No shade. (laughs) Yes, they are still (laughs) with us. That's good. Oh, wow. I haven't heard S Club 7. I have been been going off for a whole week over some damn S Club 7. We'll talk later, but who are you and how are you? I am ashamed that (laughs) my best friend has been going off to S Club 7 in the year of our Lord, 2019, also known as Tanya. I'm going to give you the breakdown, okay? Before we even get to it, because you're not going to come from me, not on this day. I was on the I was on the Twitters, and you know the whole like I'm this old thread is going on right now. Yes. And someone had a picture of S Club Party, the video, and I was like, the nostalgia jumped out, and I was like, you know what? I have to get into my S Club gig. I've been going off to my faves for a good seven days and that's just it all right i just could never get into s club seven i don't know why everything (laughs) 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 anyway friend other than trying to read me how how has been what was your memorial day like all that tea well, you know, it's just been a lot going on, but then nothing at all. <laughs> Honestly, truly, like, I'm just, I'm just like, wow, I've been so busy doing absolutely nothing, but I've had no time to do anything, yet I'm doing nothing. So it's just strange. <laughs> I don't know what, <laughs> what realm I'm in, which timeline I'm in. So, but this Tanya, this current timeline, <laughs> <laughs> she's festive. Memorial Day was fun. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. I have fun. (laughs) It was cute. You know, the family came down. My cousin, who I haven't seen in over a decade, my sister brought down, and it was just laughs. And then my uncle that's out of state popped in. And, you know, you know, I kind of felt the way a little bit because I'm like, we had food for people that we thought were coming. That's the way of the tea. amount of people doubled and we <laughs> technically were ready but i mean <laughs> me and my dad were laughing because like we was planning lunch and then then throughout the week this was going to be a leftover smorgasbord orgasbord and <laughs> all the family said not on our watch and that food was gone in a day upset i was very upset like, <laughs> and uh, distraught when did the family learn double team how did that happen like, <laughs> I was like when did we digivolve 
<laughs> we were singing like the Wild and Out song. <laughs> we have the family reunion. We introduce it. Because everybody kept popping up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, jump in, jump out, introduce yourself. <laughs> like, no, God, y'all better learn some etiquette, bring some food and some beverage, just be showing up to the function. But other than that, it was really, it was, it was nice. Of course, you know, we paid homage to our fallen soldiers. My mom went and paid visit to um, my grandparents that are laid to rest in Arlington. And um, it was just a really, really beautiful, much needed three day weekend. So it, it was festive. How about you, friend? Um, I didn't do any of that because I'm in L.A. and all my family's in Maryland, where you are. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> and all of my friends decided they wanted to be cute and have trips. So, like, I was here by myself. But For at the real? same... Yeah, like, most of them were out outside doing things, either outside mm-hmm. the country or just out of the city, which was cute mm-hmm. for them. Um, which was okay for me because I just was at home keying, eating, you know, my normal, my normal gig. So it was, it was cute for me. I had a cute three day weekend. It was fun. I had fun. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so don't cry for me. Argentina is all I have to say about that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, since we have been, you know, MIA for a good minute. We decided to um, do something different this episode and just do some, talk about some things that were in the news either last week or this week. You know, just to like catch up on the girls, to see what everyone's talking about, what everyone's doing. So we're not going to have a discussion this week. We're just going to like talk about some things. Um, But but before any of that, all the things, (laughs) Lord Jesus. But before we get there, I just want to say R.I.P. the Grumpy Cat. Um, Grumpy Cat passed. Uh, So R.I.P. to the homie and all that tea. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's move on to our first category. We see you, sis. We see you, sis, as a category. We like to shout out a few things and a few people in the news. Um, so I just want to first talk about Alex Trebek. We got his diagnosis, like, what, a couple months ago? Um, and it seems like he's responding well to chemotherapy. Uh, his doctor, his doctors reported this coming from... Uh, this is actually coming from People magazine, so like grain of salt. This, but it seems like he's doing well. Uh, they say that um, a good portion of his tumors are shrinking already, so that's good. That's a good sign. Uh, if all of this is accurate, then that's a good sign. So I just wanted to give Alex and his family uh, continued support throughout this um, whole process because I I know it's not easy. Yeah, love him. Yes. Um, also, I wanted to bring up the fact that I knew this was happening, but I, I forgot. HBO is coming out with a, a sketch show with Issa Rae and them. Uh, oh, that's right. And they cast, they have the cast for the Black Lady <laughs> Scratch crew. Um, and I'm going to hear for it. I don't know. We don't know when this is actually going to be airing, but the names that are present, I'm very much here for it. Uh, So, yeah. Are you? 
Yeah, I love Quinta. Like I've been riding for Quinta. Oh, I love Quinta. That, I think she was the one, and then maybe somebody else. Where I was like, "Yay!" And then the others, I was like, "Okay." <laughs> okay, the others. Okay, to be fair, the others. I only know them through Twitter, so I don't really know their work like that. Yeah, yeah. I do know Quinta. I do know. Um, damn, what's her name? I'm blanking. Jesus. Robin Thee? Ro- Robin, yes. I yeah. know I know Robin. I, I watched her yeah. um short lived um night show on B E T. Um so, <laughs> where everything's short lived. Yeah, just B E T get it together. Um but yeah, so I'm very much excited for it. I don't know what to expect, but I'm excited. I'm here. Uh, friend, you, you sound otherwise. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I actually I forgot about it as well. And then when I saw the announcement, I was like, wait, HBO sketch comedy. Oh, tricky to rock a rhyme, but let's <laughs> see how it goes. And then I was like, oh, wait, it's the Issa thing. And then I saw the cast and it was like, tricky to rock a rhyme. Let's go. <laughs> let's see how it goes. So, yeah, I mean, Issa, is, is, she's an excellent comedic writer. Yeah. And Quinta is just hilarious. So, and I'm sure the other ladies are hilarious as well. And just in fact, again, black women. So I'm obviously there. I'm going to be there. I wish like, I wish she would have kind of got. Well, I guess Amanda's too booked and busy. Amanda Seals. But giving newer faces or probably like lesser known faces a chance, I'm always here for. So yeah. I'm ready for these ladies to glow up, and I can't wait to watch. Yep, sure thing. Um, so I guess that's it for the We See You Sis categories. And I guess we can move yep. on to the bulk of the show, which is the news popping. <laughs> so news popping is where we, you know, <laughs> find the headlines in the news and we talk about it in, you know, in depth. And I guess I want to start off because y'all were doing a whole lot on this Twitter. <laughs> so I just want to start here. Aren't they always? Dion Warwick had a few things to say. Not a few oh, things. Not even a few things. She had one thing to say. Sure. They're not, they're, 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 that's how she talks. <laughs> All she said was, in her opinion, Beyonce Giselle knows Carter is not an icon because she needs more time to bake. Pretty much. Like in and that was pretty much the bulk of her argument that she needed more time. Um, a lot of people had a lot of things to say, but what we're not going to do is come for Dionne Warwick and her discography, because the girls were doing that. Oh, I was about to say, we could definitely come for Dionne Warwick, but her <laughs> discography? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have to wait till I finish, okay? Yeah, you have to let people complete the thought. <laughs> like, oh, we most definitely could come for Dionne Because I was like, well, you're not going to just cover her legacy, her legacy, nor her discography. Absolutely. Now, for her, her as a person, you can drag all day. There's <laughs> no skin off my teeth. All I'm saying is don't come for her music is all I'm saying. Because the girls were coming for her music on Twitter. I was like, what we're not going to do is this. Not right? that. We're not doing that. And again, I have one thing to say. People have different opinions as to what legacy or icon means to them and obviously legacy and icon means something different to Dion Warwick than it does me. So yeah, it should, yeah. Yeah, so to me, I'm I'm okay with classifying someone as an icon or a legend when I see 
like the the this um sign is right written on the wall. Like when it's like right. it's obvious, it's I I can just say like okay, this person's it's legend, this person's icon already. I don't have to wait. For some people, they need they need their career to be over for them to like label them an icon, a legend. That's and it right I don't there. need to do that anymore. That's so, it right there. That's all I have to say about that. Because I just didn't under, I mean, I totally get it, but then it, and I hate to do the whole age argument because that's what the younger people are doing now as far as with the rap and how just absolutely just abysmal it is. But, you know, older people thought our, our generation of rap music, which a lot of it was trash as well, but they just thought everything was trash and as you can compare. So I, I hate pulling in that type of um, generational gap argument but this is a classic case of it because you know this girl is literally 20 years plus deep into the game to still be impactful like and i i was gonna go on twitter and try to explain it a little bit because i'm like you can have your opinions and i know people she's she's an easy target to discredit just because she's so beloved and and yeah. <laughs> champion like the fact that you have articles and, and discussions about is she better than michael jackson or did she dethrone so michael jackson so completely over it i'm so glad we never even got into that because it's just we won't <laughs> but i i could see the argument there and i can see dion's argument now but to discredit her like how how many more years, how many more things does she have to do? I'm sure in the 80s, when Dion was 20 years in the industry, people were calling her, based on her accomplishments, an icon already at that mm-hmm. time. They weren't saying, well, sh- she didn't have enough hits or she didn't put enough. Like, the impact was obvious in there. So yeah. that's another thing. When I feel like the impact, the cultural impact, the mm. generational impact is obvious then you can you can say that because there are people that have been around like bless her heart Sierra's been around for a, a solid 15 16 years I wouldn't <laughs> never <laughs> utter my mouth to say that she's an icon and that's absolutely no disrespect that sounds like shade but it absolutely isn't because I do love her and I think it is an accomplishment even though people really rail on her and people are trying to drag her sales like at this point, it's, it's just not funny anymore, and it's kind of bullying. Like the fact that she came out in 2004, and we're here in 2019, and she's still releasing music, and people still, there are people that still care. Yeah, that says something. But like she's been in the game for almost nearly as long as a solo Beyonce, and she's not in the same conversation, same as many and many other artists. But you don't see people at that level that Beyonce is. So to say that you think she doesn't isn't there from your opinion i can understand that it's very great gowns beautiful gowns ish mm-hmm. but even like and i'll mention another example with janet like it was literally mtv icon yeah 2001 at that point janet was let's see her i think her debut album came out in 84 85 yep so that was only what 16 years at that point yeah yeah Yes. That we were calling her a legend and an icon, very much so, very well deserved. Same for Madonna, because of impact. You can yes. literally see the influence in Britney and Beyonce and Aaliyah and all the girls that Janet had, that Madonna has had, that Mariah has had, that Whitney had mm-hmm. on all these girls at that at that 
point in their careers where they were only 15, 20 years, we were calling them icons. Yeah. So there's just this weird discrediting that the older generation tends to do with Beyonce that I've noticed that just seems a little strange and I think does have a, I won't say jealousy at all, but it, it, it is very uh, get off my lawn. You can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 do, I do feel that as well. And to me, another marker of like someone who's iconic or legendary is like, I see people um, referencing Beyonce in like in their work, mm-hmm. whether it's performance quality, whether it's you know musically in general. Like you can definitely see the pre and post Beyonce era, um, mm-hmm. and to me that's a, a that's a staple of someone who is an icon, someone who is a legend, just like with yeah. Janet, just like with with Madonna, Mariah Carey. And the list goes on. Michael Jackson, the list goes on. Um, so that's all I have to say for that. The girls were very upset. <laughs> they were reading. Like they drag. <laughs> I will say I do get the argument that the the um, contrarians use as far as her catalog being a little weak in comparison to the people that she's often compared to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like she's kind of rectified that with Lemonade and, and self-titled and even four. Yeah. And just moments like, like even though I am and Sasha Fears, that... <laughs> Those albums, great songs, great gowns, beautiful gowns, B-Day, awesome gowns, beautiful gowns, and even her first album kind of get discredited a little bit, other than the hit singles. Just the impact of the hit singles, like Crazy in Love from the first album, like what B-Day did as far as Deja Vu and the performance quality and her being elevated there, like Sasha Fierce with Single Ladies. Like, you can't deny that. Come on. Yeah, at all. Um, she's legend to us. So that. <laughs> and, that's, and that's it. That's all I really that's have. Uh, so let's move on. Actually, I want to bring up a little part because we're talking about Beyonce. So mm-hmm. Netflix, um, by the time you hear this, uh, Carmen the Hip Hopera would be on Netflix right now. So get into that gig. <laughs> Netflix, you don't beat Disney like this. <laughs> that's all I'll say. <laughs> we just asked for a living single and a different world to come back on. That's it. Um. All right. This is this is gossip. So this is this is. I have no credits. I don't have no receipts for this. <laughs> don't come for me. Don't look at me. All I'm saying is the girls are whispering. So I'm gonna bring you this whisper. All right. <laughs> okay. Don't come for me if none of this is accurate. I'm trying to tell you right now. Because <laughs> we're on music, so we're we're gonna stay there for a while. Okay. So 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 the girls are saying that Re of the Hannas, Riri, is coming out with a dual album, or she's coming out with two albums. They didn't say dual; they said two albums. Mm-hmm. One's gonna be a more reggae influence album. The other one's gonna be your standard, you know, top forty Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And that's coming out really soon, meaning like in the next month or two is what the girls are saying. So, friend, my question to you is, are you excited for new re-music? Do you want this dual album, quote unquote, two albums, um, all that tea? How do you feel? I'm actually exhausted by it all, and I just really wish that she would just release the freaking music already so people (laughs) could shut up. Like, it's not even funny anymore. She's selling us all of the gowns, all of the jewelry, her luxury fashion house, makeup, 
Uh, do she got skincare? I don't know, but She's she probably coming out with does. Skincare, I think soon. Like she's selling us the things at this point. Yes, we would love new music from her, and that's the joke of constantly asking her where it's at. But the murmurs <laughs> and everything else, like I am completely full, and at this point, I just want her to put us all out of our misery <laughs> and just release something, just for the sake of people saying that they have new music from her. So there won't be any more murmurs and whispers because it's tired. We're on year, I don't know, of this. <laughs> if I hear, if I see another Where's the Album Rihanna comment, I'm going to scream <laughs> and violate most disrespectfully. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, she she makes great music. And we always mention this every time we talk about Rihanna. If you would have told us back in Woo! 2005, <laughs> 6, 7, that we'd be anticipating Rihanna music, we would have laughed you out the room. Obviously, she's changed. She also is legend and icon as well. So Yes, very um, much that. I'm excited. Yeah, um, I can definitely feel her impact being felt now. Um, mm-hmm. So I would definitely label her like, if not iconic, like up-and-coming legend. <laughs> yeah, very, she is very much up-and-coming legendary children. <laughs> Shout out to the ballrooms. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I I'm here for R9. Uh, if it's gonna be called R9, she... please don't. <laughs> I did see rumors about it being called that. I mean, because the girls like constantly using that damn hashtag. Anyway, but um, like I'm here for new music. If she is doing a two album thing, I'm here for it. She, it will be streamed Same. on my Apple Music. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, but not really. All of that. <laughs> I would get my life. I'll be twerking in my room. All of that. Facts. Um, so yeah, that's that's really all I have to give for that. I'm excited. Again, these are rumors. Rumor weed tea. And the girls who know what that is, shout out to you. All I'm saying is that's all I really know. Um, it's coming out soon, supposedly, allegedly, and we're gonna move on. Let's just go right to the shy situation the whole Ooh, let me get some beverage sorry <laughs> I hydrate for this one the Jason whole Vickers. the whole their scandal of it all um <laughs> my god jesus i don't even know where to begin with this one so fumble the bag one on one if, okay, if, if, the, if the phrase fumble bag <laughs> was in the dictionary, this will be it. Jason Mitchell's name would be right next to it as a definition of fumble's bag. My Freaking sweet. That little annotation C, Jason Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jason. <laughs> Adverb. My God. Uh, so what happened? What happened was, so uh, allegedly he's been dropped by pretty much everything. Yeah. His management, his agency that he's a part of. Uh, a movie that he was supposed to be a lead in Netflix, that's canceled. Mm. He's been dropped from the shy. Everything that he was a part of has been, has, f- like, folded. And it's because 
he just couldn't get his act together around the women in his workplace. And I just don't quite understand. So pretty much the allegations, there were allegations about him in season one from his co-star. Her name is Tiffany Boone, I think is her name. Mm -hmm. Um, Who she played his girlfriend named Jerrica. So what happened was that happened some people knew, some people didn't knew, know. Things were supposed to be changed in season two. Those changes were implemented. Nothing changed with him. He was still doing the same things. Narrow one's canceling. Okay. Um, so, friend, my question to you is... Uh-oh. My question to you is, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't even. I didn't even watch the shot. Do you watch the shot? I want to. It's it's one of those shows. It's on my docket. I haven't gotten okay. to it because I have other shows I need to get to. Um, I I'm supportive of Lena Waithe. Like I love her work, yes. so I wanted to watch it because. Actually, I thought that she was a show. High key, I thought she was a showrunner. Me the too. Show. Turns and this is why people need to read. <laughs> damn articles <laughs> instead of reading headlines <laughs> because now that I know her role is on the show I understand how this happened if that makes any sense um, high key low key the showrunner did kind of throw her under the bus under the that was bus. messy okay yeah, so that was messy. the other piece that happens was that um, it uh, Tiffany Boone pretty much said that everyone knew uh, not that she's not the showrunner. This is the actress again that preach said everyone knew what was going on with the allegations. Um, and so like Lena Waithe's name came up because she is the creator of the show and she's also uh, a member of Times Up and supports that whole movement. Mm-hmm. So people were like, "How are you gonna have this actor on your show and yet you support Times Up?" Then her mm-hmm. showrunner. Then there was like reports, and this is another thing people don't do their research. So when they were like reporting it, they were like fake news all that tea yeah so the the first wave of information was that lena didn't know any of this until now that was like the first initial report then the showrunner Mm. i can't remember her name um snitch uh, (laughs) (laughs) the showrunner ayana ford threw lena waith under the bus and said that lena waith she said that lena waith knew from the beginning she didn't specify Mm -hmm. and i'm going to say she didn't specify what that beginning was because there was more detail added because i watched i listened to uh the breakfast club and alina waits interview and read some articles other articles Mm -hmm. that kind of corroborated the evidence anyway Mm -hmm. (laughs) look at me being an investigative journalist um (laughs) (laughs) come on diane (laughs) um and so from there, people started to, like, drag. You know, it made its way to, like, the blogs, shave room, all that stuff. So people were, like, been dragging and all that. So my question to you, other than, like, what happened? <laughs> was, yeah. Did you see it? How did you initially feel? What was the story that you heard? All of that. Oh, did you watch the Breakfast Club interview? All of that. I didn't get a chance. I had only saw some snippets uh, via Instagram during my lunch break. But, um... I remember this, like you said, when the initial story kind of broke, it was very vague, 
And of course, you know, black people were like, oh, here we go with the black man trying to take the black man down. I guess we just guilty, <laughs> guilty but until proven innocent, huh? That you're just going to take everything away from him. And I'm like, agreed, but he got dropped <laughs> by his management, his agent, in, in addition to all his like pro- projects. Three days. <laughs> yeah. Like, they all collectively pressed the button on him. and <laughs> Push the button! Yeah. Push the button! <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, sh- that's what I was like, my guy, like, did he rape somebody? Because I'm like, that's huge. Like, what did he do? And I know people are making examples out of other people now with, with the Me Too movement and Time's yeah. Up movie. Like, you have to be super bold and yeah. super careless to pull that kind of stuff even now. So we, you most definitely are going to be punished at the highest level. Um, but they were being secretive, of course, about what he actually did. It was just murmurs about him being, um, inappropriate. And I'm like, they wouldn't just do all of the that (laughs) (laughs) if he was being solely inappropriate. Like, everybody, even still to this day with these actors, are inappropriate. The goal that he had, being who he is... With, yeah, you're successful, but you're nobody's Denzel, and no. you're nobody's at the level to be acting like that, like, not like Denzel is, or anybody, nobody should be acting appropriate like that, but you're not where it was people in power like a Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein to be able to do this and move so arrogantly as yeah. to, like, nothing was going to happen, but, I mean, with that being said, just based on what I've heard from you and just a little bit that I did see, I didn't really get to go into as much detail as you did. Um, Just based on the little bit that I saw, it seemed like he was getting away with it for, um, for it to have gone down for an entire, for that entire first season. And then I, the second season is over, right? It's this, it's this third season that's coming up. up. So you have two seasons. (laughs) Of him harassing this girl, and apparently it's been multiple people on different various project sets. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, you know, and I'm trying not to, I don't want to badmouth her. This isn't negative because, you know, you never know. First, you might be sober, and first, I'll let you try. I'm, I'm trying to make sure that you get and stay booked. So I don't want friend here. <laughs> <laughs> to block any blessings. No, but... I, I don't feel like Lena, I feel like whatever take you, you have of her, regardless if. I just feel like you can say whatever you need to say because you're going to say it tastefully. Yeah, and it's not to Lena. It's to the showrunner. I thought that was very distasteful for the way that she threw Lena under the bus like that. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought I I didn't think that was necessary or warranted. And I honestly, hearing you say it was the first time that I heard that it was initial reports that Lena didn't know what was going on. From, from what I saw, it was always known that everybody knew and then I guess the situation had just reached a point to where they had to let him go, but I didn't think it was a situation that she wasn't aware of. Now, she kind of looked a little funny in the light with the snippets that I heard with the interview, but I don't want to be that person and just go by, you know, the headlines and the little quick five, ten second grabs and not listen to the whole interview and drag. Um, but just, she just kind of seemed to have been talking in circles with, with the Breakfast Club. It was very... Um, like like we we had briefly talked about it before. It was very what had happened was, <laughs> and I'm just chalking up to her being a little you know flustered or mm. kind of being a little bit in defense mode and yeah. just trying to because I I totally get it. It, it the way the showrunner worded 
what they had said kind of positioned it, like you said, in a really funny way as to where she might have known and didn't care or mm. or was part of a cover up, which I, I mean, obviously we don't know these people, but it doesn't seem like that would be in her character to do and I did enjoy the fact or I would say enjoy I I appreciated the fact that she took ownership for not taking as much ownership and action in the position that she was in. Yeah. And saying that, you know, I thought it was handled and that was my bad. I should have I can't expect nobody to do my job better than me. But then that's when she kinda of went on the tangent because I was like <laughs> Okay, sis. Like, because <laughs> like, okay, I'm me and nobody can do my job like me. And but that was a whole bunch. Of, she was saying that was when she was saying a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. T. Like, sis, we just asked you, asked you a question. Like you said, true. T. We just asked for the specific brew, and you getting the milk, you getting the sugar cubes, and we just, <laughs> you asking if what it, the, we need the matcha, like. Okay, girl. Variety pack tea bag, like we didn't ask for all, this. all that. We got the carry egg in the, in the cup right now. We just asked you to press the button. Okay, <laughs> we got the K cup already. We so asked for a hug. simple chamomile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, English breakfast tea, if you will. <laughs> and you trying to give us the matcha with the green tea and mix it up, girl? We didn't ask for all that, but I definitely understand because I get the same way and you could just tell it was just it more so came out of a place of fluster because this just kind of like came down on everybody mm-hmm. to where you know of course one person's actions has just completely ruined because from what the reactions that I saw was that he was real like obviously I figured he was the star or one of the stars of the show but he was like a really really intricate and integral part of the show he was the lead See, <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> That's all I want to. And I just want to ask him that because I and I hope I don't wish bad on anybody. I just, I can only imagine the mental space that he's in. And people were even saying like, "Wow, he really Columbus shorted himself." And oh that, that's the oh only example God. that I can think of. And now I was like, "Yeah, that's absolutely wow." But it, he actually had more than Columbus yeah. because, you know, Columbus at that point was only really on scandal. Like he still had other projects and was making an, uh, he had established a name for himself, but he wasn't like leading movies like Jason Mitchell was and is and now was. And <laughs> ain't oh, never going to well, ain't, the ain't time being. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he going to be, he going to be on that Columbus short circuit. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's going to be oh on the my, black circuit. That punched me in the chest. Not Columbus short of it all. But it's <laughs> facts, though. Definition number two of how to fumble the bag. Yeah. From what I gathered, the shy is like, I'm going to equate it to something you know, the magicians. You know how um how the magicians is like an ensemble cast. But mm-hmm. definitely, like, the show started with, um what's his name? Jason Roth, like his character, like it started yeah. it started with him, and it kind of like branched out to like the rest of it, and that's pretty much what the shy is. Like it starts, it seems like it starts with him, but like it branches out to like the rest of the characters. So now it's becoming more of an ensemble show. Got you, got you. But he kind of like, 
I was just going to say, um, spoiler alert, did we ever drag the magician for killing off <laughs> We We did. We got to put a pin in that okay. for a second. We'll do that another time, another day. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, that, that thank you, friend. That puts it into, like, a little more perspective as, like, his importance in the show. Because the girls were devastated. <laughs> <laughs> Devastation to the nation. What I've gathered was, this is what I've gathered. The timeline goes as such. There were things going on in season one. Tiffany, uh, the one who started, uh, who said that she was, um, that Jason was being inappropriate with her. She told, I can't remember who she told first, but she told somebody. It was not Lena. Lena Mm -hmm. didn't know until after season one ended. Like the season one was over and done with and they were about to like, and you know, they were, on hiatus, uh, seeing if they're going to get a season two. That's when Lena realized that there was some inappropriateness happening. That's Mm -hmm. why in season two, they had that whole thing about Lena was like, yeah, we're not going to have any of that on our sets. Like, if if anyone has, if anyone does anything inappropriate, they're out, all that tea. They had, you know, uh, HR people um, had to come in and do like a a sexual, um, sexual uh, conductivity like thing all the cast and crew had to be a part of like this whole orientation about like how to handle yourself on set all of that oh my word Lena <laughs> said that she the reason why she chose because the first season the showrunner was a white man I don't know his name I'm sorry that's why she she put in place Ayana to be in season two as a showrunner because she thought maybe to have another black woman as like the head of this show would give more support to the black women on that or just women in in general on that uh, show and set so if any more misconduct happened they have someone to like rely in um in a way i thought that lena was the showrunner it turns out that she's not she's just the creator which means that she had this idea and she sold it to right. Showtime. Showtime owns it and she kind of dips in and out of that show whenever. Right. Um, so she's not there on the day to day. She's not there all the time, but she is present. People know her. She does. Uh, she says that she writes a few episodes from time to time, but she's not there on the day to day basis. That's why you have a showrunner who's there every single day and is like running the whole gig. So season two was happening. Things, uh, allegations were still flying. Also, Jason was being inappropriate with the showrunner, Ianla. Um, Also, to my knowledge, the things that I read and from Lena's amount, she did not know that was still happening in season two until Tiffany was like, all right, I'm done. I want to be out. Let me go. Um, And that's when Jason was dropped from other things because the other projects he was a part of, he was being inappropriate. So to my knowledge, Lena didn't know the gravity of what was going on. She just thought that some things happened in season one that were inappropriate. All right, let's nip that in the bud. I'm doing my other things, but y'all handle that. She was also told, um, and then season two happened she was you know, like doing her things, um, coming and no one said anything to her, so she was like, "All right, cool, bet." And then now all this has come down to her. Um, 
which is <laughs> kind of... She basically thought that everything was handled Olivia Pope. Yeah, but it, but it wasn't was handled Olivia Pope. was very, like, Olivia Daddy Pope, Pope B613 <laughs> behind her back, <laughs> like, running them up. So. <laughs> but when she... And it seems like she knew what happened as season two was wrapping up. Mm. And she was told to let HR handle it. Which mm-hmm. she even said herself was that a bad, was a mistake. She should yeah. have stepped in and said something and like got him out of there. Yeah. To my knowledge, the network is the only one that can fire an actor. I don't think, to mm. my knowledge, a showrunner or a creator can't pull the plug on, on an actor, especially a lead actor especially a lead actor. I think that's up to the network's um, discretion. So I don't mm-hmm. know if, if Lena had the power to like get him out of there, but she does have a, a strong ear with the network. They really trust her. So if she said he got to go, then he got to go, right? Mm-hmm. I do understand people's uh, critiques about everyone handled this wrong, except for Tiffany. Like, right. She did what she was supposed to do. The women that were also victimized, um, they did what they were supposed to do. They went to the right channels, talked to HR. Everyone did something. Everyone made a mistake in this whole thing. And that's kind of yeah. I, I think I even that. heard. Oh God bless them. <laughs> Ooh, it just it just baffles me that I'm even still referencing <laughs> the Joe Budden podcast. <laughs> 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 but it was like one of my favorite podcasts. Anyways, but they mentioned, I think they mentioned, or the read, or was a brilliant idiot. It's, it's so, there's so many podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> like we're one of a billion. I can't even. But one of those mentioned how she even had her boyfriend or fiance come to the set. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad you know it is. Um. That, and the fact that they let it get to that point, that should have been yeah. the biggest, like, number five <laughs> red flag. <laughs> that she feels that she needed somebody, let alone nobody that wasn't even a part of the production. Just She did, she's like, y'all aren't doing what y'all are supposed to do. I need somebody personally to, uh, to for protection. And she's right there. Like, she's playing his girlfriend on set. Yeah, like, too much. Yeah. Um, Far too much. And also, I just want to bring this other point. Lena said that she talked to Jason directly after season one ended. It was like, nigga. <laughs> Pretty much no. like, get it Take together. Take a shower. Like, uh, <laughs> literally. So it wasn't like she didn't do anything. It's just that what she didn't do wasn't enough. Right. Um, And unfortunately... She's a name that's attached to this yep. project. She's the biggest the name, name attached to this project. So yep. this happens. I do feel like Ianla, not Ianla, uh, Ianla uh, made a misstep by throwing Lena under the bus in this scenario. Because I don't yeah, think you a... need a united front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The point fingers ain't going to do it. Yeah, I mean, every, I just feel like everyone dropped the ball. Everyone yeah. dropped the ball. Like, Everybody. everyone is to blame in this scenario, except for Tiffany, like I said. Right. Um, everyone, everyone else is to blame. And it just kind of sucks because people really love this show. Um, right. The people who watch the show love the show. I, like I said, I wanted to watch it, but so many things are happening and going on. And yeah. I just... Jason, sir, you just the the. 
like this is the and and when we say film of the bag, it's just of course it's the monetary aspect, but the way to like, um, but just as a black man to make it in any industry, particularly the entertainment industry, as a young one, like when they don't really haven't been welcoming to let us in, and you're like fairly you're fairly unknown and. You know, not like the Michael B. Jordans or people like that where you can see where they started as a kid and it took them years and years to get to this point. Like you had all these opportunities and getting other opportunities. And I mean, no shade is you know, like not really the hard throw. Like they yeah. try to put on black men that you're not you're not really that. And you're not like, <laughs> OK, let me not. <laughs> You're you're not Mahershala, like there's no Oscar type things. I, you're I up and coming, that. like you know, like actor. Yeah, and so yeah. for the door to have been open for you for all of your work because you you did the work. Mm-hmm. So to do all of that and to live out the dream that so many like you can even take the race out aspect out of it. Just period. As an actor, anybody that makes it in the entertainment industry, share that dream with literally millions of people so to be put in the position of a, of a, achieving that and actually be in the process of ascending to lose it all not you know getting into drugs that's stupid it's a stupid choice but it it turns into a sickness it turns into a disease and illness it really is yeah that's a that's a forever battle that you can't really blame people too much for because it isn't an illness um physical things, life happenings, things like that happen. So but to lose it all <laughs> just because you're hormonal, like <laughs> I I part of me wants to know like exactly what he did. Yeah, because we, we still don't know exactly We still don't know what he did. What he did. Or what like, he's been doing. Like, yeah, what he was doing to yeah. all for it to be like cross multiple channels, like literally every project, I guess they were trying to say that he had issues with. Yeah. What mentally? What's going on? What? What? Why? Why? Yeah. Um. I hope he just had some coins saved up, and you know, eventually, like I said, the blacks are always forgiving, so he'll be he'll book some <laughs> BET movies or TV One <laughs> movies, and he'll be all right. But it's just it really is unfortunate when somebody is placed in a position like that to lose it all yeah. for. So recklessly, cancel it. Yeah, uh, I just canceled. Yeah, I didn't move on because I'm I'm tired of uh, about that. So let's that. move on to something that's a little bit more fun. So the Lion King's posters have dropped today, actually. And actually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, people had a lot of things to say about your girl Pooms. Um, and I, I just don't, I, I don't understand. Cause to me, he looks the same in the trailer as the poster and no one had anything to say about the trailer. So, and from what I'm hearing, it's like, <laughs> they just, they wanted him to be more animated warthog-ish and not very warthog warthog-ish. Yeah, not be a warthog, but not be a warthog. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like, come warthog! <laughs> I didn't go around talking about that. I was like, yeah, back in, back in my youth when I was a young warthog. <laughs> I like talking Nickelodeon. <laughs> 
and all that, which that wasn't even on the docket. Oh, yeah. Ooh, did you see the theme for that? Just a quick side note. Did you see the new theme music for all that? I I didn't see the theme music. I saw the cast photo. And I was like, oh, this is cute. I didn't see anything else. And I saw a snippet with Lori Beth Denberg, Legend. And it was funny, but they did the theme, and it's a new song, and honestly, I didn't expect them to redo TLC for the kids. But they should have, because it's just ghastly. <laughs> it's not for you, friend! But they gotta do so. It's not even for the kids. Like, it's just that bad. Like, y'all could I feel like... Okay, picture it, Cicely. We're off on a tangent, because we're talking about things being revamped from my childhood that keeps being ruined. Will Smith looks like freaking <laughs> Ghostbusters, and... Princess Jasmine don't look any bit of a princess or Jasmine. <laughs> I hear she's one of the better parts of like she does. Everybody it. says that, and she needed it to because we were upset. <laughs> me and my homegirls. I'm like, come on now, but show them who you are. <laughs> show them who you are. <laughs> I was like, yeah, here we go revamping things, and that we grew up on this. Like, no, 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 you can't get it right. So that's one of them. Now I, I kind of. There's a disconnect from how they made the Jungle Book to the rest of these live action movies. I okay. don't know what's happening. That was done so seamlessly and flawlessly to where Bashira, no, I think Bashira was the panther. Whatever the snake was, the snake, there's nothing realistic about, but there's everything realistic about it. Because, yes, there are, we have our anacondas, but there's no snake that big. <laughs> and even if there is, like, they made it look, the fact that it was talking, first of all. Yeah. They made it look realistic. The um, king whatever, I wish I knew the names, the, the big orangutan. <laughs> Ain't no orangutan that big. So I felt like they found a happy ground to make it look like a real orangutan, but did the scale of what a Disney movie would be. And there seems to be some sort of scaling down to make it a little too live action and a little too realistic to where it's off. So I can see what was happening with Pumbaa. But I'm just saying, like, it wasn't like they were like Gargantor in the live in the Lion King movie either. That's what I'm saying. But it's just it's it's they're doing something weird. <laughs> now, I do agree. People are doing far too much with Pumbaa because he's a warthog. He's going to look like a warthog. Y'all are expecting this big red, like... <laughs> find me a warthog that looks like that. And you're... Just find me one, and then we can talk. Like, it's different from Sonic a Hedgehog, a hedgehog because ain't no hedgehog looking like that. Looking like how <laughs> the no cartoon version... Yeah. yeah. So obviously, them trying to do a live-action, realistic, cartoon Sonic blue hedgehog with sneakers is going to look off because it's like it's a runner's gams. I'm so sick. It's a runner. It's what human legs, runner's gams, and I'm like, of course, it's going to be something with with human teeth. So yeah, there's going to be a disconnect because you're trying to live-action something that ain't live. Like, <laughs> it ain't a thing. It's not a thing. So that's why the Pokemon looks so weird. But I feel like they did a better job with that. My gripe is with Scar still. Scar. <laughs> y'all just gonna take this L. That's how I feel at this part. <laughs> Cause y'all are still big mad about Scar, and I and I see it. I see the vision. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Scar was. And somebody even put a picture. Like there are lions 
with darker hair manes. There are darker lines. But they're Why usually does... the kings. They they are the kings. They so they are the leaders of the pack. They should have mangled that. He should he should have still had his dark hair mangled and disheveled, very living on a prayer like they, how they have him now. <laughs> they could have did that with his scar. Aren't don't animals have black scars? Like what is this little nick like <laughs> in his hair? That is not a scar. It just looks like someone, he was he was cutting, he was shaving <laughs> in the jungle. And it got a little reckless with his haircut, and it got a little reckless with his eye. He does not look menacing at all. Come he on, looks Patty. like a punk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how y'all scar with menacing? You can make a lion, of all things, look menacing. And he just looked, <laughs> he looked very, like, for two cents a day, like, <laughs> very in the arms of an angel. That's what he looks like. That's what he looks very in the arms of an angel three o'clock in the morning on Animal Planet. And I'm that they're going to have to fix. I'm sorry. Everybody else, I get it. I get it. They're, and people are complaining about the colors. They're expecting all these gray. Like, y'all do know this, this is Africa. This is the world. There's a lot of great gowns, beautiful gowns. But the, the, the waters ain't <laughs> ain't royal blue, ain't light blue. Like, <laughs> baboons ain't just going around breaking fruit and painting and it's going to be like come off as like oils and acrylics this is from a fruit okay. y'all okay and that fruit first of all does not exist and it does not yeah. exist in, Afri- in the african sahara so that's, that's, that's what that now that's making me mad people talking about the colors and i'm like y'all it it's, it looks beautiful it looks like how it would naturally look y'all are expecting him to break fruit and it beats, <laughs> like, paint a, a Da Vinci. <laughs> uh, too much, but I do agree with I uh, with Scar. So they gotta have to do some Scar. He he just looks like he had no business killing the magnificent Mufasa. Okay. Not looking like that. Sorry. Woo! That was uh, <laughs> that was spicy. Because <laughs> the girls have a lot to say. Um. So the last two things we have to talk about. Um is everything Game of Thrones. So before we even get to Game of Thrones, <sighs> Kit Harrington, um, it was reported that he checked himself into rehab. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the headlines keep specifying that it's, uh, what they keep saying, like, um, not luxury. <laughs> but pretty much just saying it's a luxury <laughs> rehab. It's like, girl, you don't have to add this part. I don't That's need that part. Like, just... how luxurious can a rehab Actually, no, be? luxury rehab is the headline. Like, the they kill me with that. <laughs> it's like, um, you don't need to add that part. Just say that he tried to be assume... I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's not going to be your everyday rehab, honestly. Right. I, I'm assuming he's going to be in a lushed lush area like yeah. that's my assumption like but the process itself of detoxing and actually being in rehab yeah. there's nothing luxurious about it like <laughs> no. yeah they try to make it as worth as much of a spawn or resort as they possibly can for comfort because you're going through girl like <laughs> <laughs> and they said this one this particular rehab is a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a month so it's a cool wow <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! It's a coin. It's it's definitely a coin. Um, Mm. But uh, maybe that's why they want to put luxury in front because it's. You know what? It now. (laughs) 
You know what? Yeah, that there's no nothing wrong with that headline. Luxury is correct. Our health system is such a joke, bro. But in all seriousness, he checked himself yeah. in, into rehab because he's been struggling um, with uh, alcohol and stress, um, and he's just, and he knew that the end of the show for everyone was coming up soon. Like the last episode was coming out, so he wanted. to to check himself before all the craziness happened because y'all are insane. Absolutely. We're gonna get there. We're gonna put a pin in that for a second because we need to talk about something serious. So, Kit, um, to you, I just I I hope recovery is um with ease because uh, mm-hmm. I know it's not easy to go through recovery, especially for alcoholism or right. and, and or stress. That's uh. That's a challenge. So I just I wish you all the best um, to you uh, and your wife because both of y'all are gonna have to handle yourselves after the whole rehab situation. That's not easy either, getting into like regular everyday life. So to you, I'd say um, give you support and love and all that yep. stuff. Um, yeah. So that's what I wanted to say. Did you have anything to add to that? Nope. Yeah. That's that was perfect. Definitely prayers for him. Yeah. And I hope he can recover because yeah, I can only imagine being so invested in a project and then kind of being like, mm, what now? And how that might not be like the main reason or, or the source, but how it can be a catalyst into yeah. darker mental issues. So yeah, yeah, prayers for him. Definitely prayers for him. And that gets on to my next topic discussion. <laughs> you girls, you Game of Thrones girls, let, let's have a little conversation, okay, sis. <laughs> now I get it. Very disappointed. You feel y'all feel very disappointed in the last season of Game of Thrones, but this is the very reason why y'all like rallying for this damn season to be redone is ridiculous, and y'all need to like cool it because people are like going through obviously right now and <laughs> I <didn> mean laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and to me it's like this the the end of this season does not negate the fact that this show is still going to be regarded as one of the best shows on TV. Like this one season is not going to cancel everything that happened throughout the other seven seasons. Now I get it you felt like you feel slighted but like just give yourself a break for like a week or two, maybe a month, maybe a year, and you you're gonna be running back to the show and binging it later. So that's all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was over Game of Thrones for so long now. I think it was around season about five when I was like, okay, I just want the show to be over. So I'm my the weight is lifted off my shoulder, shoulders. I feel free. It feels very. Can you feel a brand new day? Very the Wiz T. I'm 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 very happy. I don't have to see any more dragons. I don't have to see Daenerys. I don't have to see Jon Snow. Any <laughs> of the other girls. I don't have to see Bran. Even though Bran was hilarious in his wheelchair. And they have been dragging that. <laughs> they have been dragging the good sis Bran ever since the show ended. Um. And and so yeah, that's that's really all I have to say about that. It 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 sucks for y'all because y'all yeah you know you all really enjoyed the show. I get it. Uh there's a point that I really enjoyed it too, but honestly, I was just over it 
and I'm happy that it's over. And I know you you haven't watched a single episode of Game, but you haven't watched a single episode, right? Nope, I tried. <laughs> I've been about five minutes deep. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first episode when it was on Netflix, and I had tried five minutes of the first episode and five minutes of the first episode of this last season, and I just couldn't. I enjoyed the recaps. I enjoyed the Twitter banter. Yeah. Um, but I I just I felt like I was too late to join the bandwagon, and therefore I had no motivation one on one to to see it through. I am. I'll. I will briefly say I am kind of on the other side of the coin where I totally get it. The girls are absolutely being dramatic, um, <laughs> with the petition, like the the unmitigated call. But <laughs> and they're just like girlies, we have look around. Like yeah. I know it's all entertainment. and I hate being that. Do you guys see what's going on in the world and the news and what actually matters? I hate being that because you can you can be multifaceted yes. and focus on m- many things. But yeah, there's just too much things going on for y'all to actually do a petition for that. But I totally get it because I cannot imagine being so invested in a show and for a show to be so brilliant and amazing as everybody makes it to be or as they felt about it mm-hmm. and then just for it to completely fall apart seemingly towards the second to last season and then of course the final season where <laughs> it was Two whole years in between season or a year? Was it two years or a year? It was it took a year off. A year. A whole year in between seasons and it was just the sloppiness. That's where I can understand the anger. Like we we talked about the infamous yeah. Starbucks Cup and how, you know, kind of feel like that was a marketing ploy, which they didn't really need it. And then I guess people will notice like a water bottle and another scene. Yeah. Like messiness like that and then just for the script to completely fall apart for people to even talk about how things like were were major like game changing moments in the season for it to pan out to absolutely nothing like yeah all these revelations about Jon Snow and obviously I felt like it would have been too easy to make him the king but it would have been more satisfying <laughs> and I feel, understandable what I feel is though because there have been rumors that they changed the ending because people figured it out yeah and i feel like originally they wanted to make Jon snow the king yeah or something to that extent sorry but they had to change it because the girls figured it out which is stupid if if you feel like that narratively that makes the most sense then just do that and just make a compelling story like the girls on the reset crystal said it Kid Fury echo, and I'm going to echo what Kid Fury said. I I understood everything that happened in the season. Everyone that made the decisions that they made, I understood it. Right. It's just they skipped about ten different steps to get there. That's what, <laughs> and, and I I watched a bunch of review. Well, not a bunch, but a couple like of of the the girls, diehard girls like that, <laughs> where they talked about how it was just. Uh, the dramatic jump of it all, and then you're trying to Shonda Rhimes this whole thing, or like um, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong this whole thing, as if with, <laughs> the signs were there all along. It's like, but, no, sis, okay, you no, can't no, do no. that. No, no, but I'm gonna push back about the signs about the girls, because the girls will be talking about Danny, and she's been crazy since season Facts. six. Facts! <laughs> <laughs> I was reading... <laughs> So trying to piece together signs and puzzle pieces like they were already there and we just weren't blues clues enough, the girls weren't putting it together. No, no, no. Y'all weren't that clever. 
whatever, and y'all were like the like the most of the reviews in the general public feels with the with the um showrunners and the writers once they ran out of that source material yeah. that the show was originally based off of them and they had to go at their own discretion mm-hmm. that it was a free for <laughs> free yeah. for all and they didn't have the range. I will add this point. This is the point where I'm with the girls, right? The, mm-hmm. the Game of Thrones girls. It, mm-hmm. The rumor is that HBO actually wanted them to have a full season, like a full 10-plus episode season in season mm-hmm. 8. And the showrunner said no to that. Mm-hmm. And they said six episodes. And the reason why they said no is because they got Star Wars. <laughs> like the lightsaber. <laughs> and I can, I can totally see that. And for them, to, I mean, obviously we can't say it's accurate. And, but... and when, the, when I say the Star Wars girl said, if y'all don't get off our lawn. <laughs> the Star Wars girl was living. Because they intertwine. They intersect. <laughs> Game of Thrones girls or Star Wars girls as well, and they've already had it officially <laughs> with the past three or four or five Star Wars. So they're like, I, oh god. Okay, we're gonna put a pin in Game of Thrones right now. The Star Wars girls have to get on, y'all. Because... Oh my gosh, you were talking about exhausting. <laughs> y- y'all don't know what y'all want. This they is don't. What I have they to don't. Say because they don't. Force Awakens happened, and y'all were upset because it was too predictable and it's like too much of the standard and then when they do something different in The Force Awakens y'all panties were just like on flame my god (laughs) and I I don't have too much to say about it because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan I'm 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 an avid not avid I am a uh, basic. <laughs> like, like I I know characters' names. I know right. soft backstories. I have watched every single Star Wars movie one time, <laughs> one time and one time only. So I know a general idea of what the lore is. And even when I saw Force Awakens, I was like, okay, that was really cute. Um. <laughs> Star Wars friends feels otherwise, and I don't have a I don't have the license. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like my Angelou said, I don't have the license to say otherwise. <laughs> I'm just saying that for the casual Star Wars fan, people like it, but the dark hearts they had a few things to say. Now back to the Game of Thrones girls. I understand that y'all feel a type of way if this is actually true that they like jump ship and really kind of like threw together. Like clobbered together this last season because they really want to do Star Wars. That's the messy mm-hmm. as hell. That's unprofessional because mm-hmm. you have to finish one job before you move on to the next one, beloveds. And do it justice. That's why I could totally see that this. It it just definitely like having not watched it, but just reading upon it and seeing it, it definitely felt like it was a. Uh, <laughs> bye, girlies. Like, yeah. <laughs> we got our dream Shout job. Shout out to everybody. So. I had fun. Like, it was, it was, <laughs> it was very it was very bad <laughs> and, and, and to do that to people after after such incredible seasons and the storyline and it's based on the books but kind of i kind of blame the author george on that a little bit too to, to not have these books finished in an appropriate amount of time or if he's afraid but he's afraid he those books are never coming out, and I just feel sorry for y'all because because they even books... did the timeline about with the other books how it was only like 
couple year intervals, kind of similar with um, J.K., Mm-hmm. But this, just for some reason, with this last book after the show having started and being successful, he was just moving at a glacial pace, very yeah. <laughs> priestly. Because what I, because what I, what I, what I heard, and there's two stories happening. Um, that one story is that he finished the last book, like the mm-hmm. last book is finished, but the book between the book that sandwiched in between the last book that's out, book mm-hmm. five and book and book seven book six he doesn't he doesn't know what to do mm-hmm. that's what i heard now someone else... yeah like 50 million worlds and families <laughs> 8 million families with, with uh, centuries long history and languages and mystery like him and the jr tokens and even jk Yo. where you need where there are literal encyclopedias just for their work <laughs> i would be weary of the ways of the world as well <laughs> And it would take me about 50, 11 years to finish a book as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other story is that he finished book six, but he, the reason why he doesn't pull the trigger for book six is because he hasn't finished book seven. And he wants Girl. to finish that first before he <laughs> sends it out. And I'm just like, either way, it's messy. It's sloppy. It's, it's, uh, now, I understand if you have like anxiety about it because like everyone's yeah. like wants this book. I get that. Um, but at the same time, say that. <laughs> like, this is tough. I don't really know what's going on here. I even felt away because I was like, like I said, me not even watching the show, I was kind of rooting for Arya a little bit and just for her ending to be what it was and then I'm just... happy what happened with Arya. Her I just being Dora the Explorer is hilarious and fun and it makes sense to me and she's going to be around colored people. And I can't, I can't disagree because I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't know the history. But just for the sheer fact that she was bodying everybody and that she had all of these skills that didn't really get used, and <laughs> and and she took out the Night King and he didn't really get his judge. And as even just listening throughout the years of other people talking to the show and just how god awful Cersei was for her to just die under some rocks. Like, that was that was weak. That was trash. That was I trash. Can, I, get, I, told, I get the outrage. I really do. I truly do. <laughs> and that's it on that, beloveds. That Ooh. was... We had a lot to discuss. <laughs> we need to move on because we've been here for eons. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, let's move on to Appreciation Nation. <laughs> it does feel very like what's the, the quantum realm. How yes. It's only been two hours for us. <laughs> But it's been like 10 years somewhere else. <laughs> For these listeners, these two listeners that we have. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, let's, let's move on. Hey y'all, it's Appreciation Nation Times, a time where we like to give thanks for things that we already have in our life. So friend, what are you appreciative of now, this week, all that? I am appreciative, I say this every week, how cheesy and cliche and how it's like a cop out to say family, but I really am, because like I said, reconnecting with my cousin, which is like one of my favorite cousins growing up, and it was just, it Kind of broke my heart a little bit because um, he did do a Facebook post and posted family pictures and just made me think about how when certain 
patriarchs and matriarchs of the family, certain elders of the family pass away, how the family really just falls apart. Mm-hmm. And I kind of saw that. I've seen that with my family. Like, granted, you know, growing up as kids is easier to be together. When you're older, obviously life happens. People become yeah. parents. People move away. That t- sort of life happens. But for us to all be in like a similar area or at least the same state and to have not seen each other 10, 15 years is kind of crazy. And I feel like it wouldn't have happened if certain elders were still alive. So it, it, it just kind of get a little sad with that. But I'm thankful for my family, the ones that are still present on this mm-hmm. earth, for us to still be here and to have moments like that to reconnect and still have, because time obviously isn't promised to anybody. So the fact that we had that moment Mm -hmm. to reconnect and be together and still have more moments and create more moments. Um, I'm going on this cruise. I've been telling you all about beach body got, it's going to get what it's going to get. The keto (laughs) was canceled. (laughs) I kept being tempted. I'm like, any other time is starvation nation, famine, the great plague. There's no food to anywhere to be found. Ever since I started this diet, everybody wants to bring me treats. Everybody wants to feed me. And so it happened. But I'm just really, 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 really thankful and excited for that and um, everything that's going to be happening with us when I get back and we plan what we're going to do. I'm really appreciative that we're still doing this podcast. (laughs) It's been a stretch. So, yeah, I'm just appreciative of my family, my friends, of course, my awesome best friend and co-host DJ and the show and everything that's going to happen. I'm really appreciative for that. What about you, friend? Uh, Same everything you said family friends all that but um just like you are going on your faithful trip on your favorite rocket ship somewhere (laughs) i'm (laughs) going on a trip of my own in november but what i'm really thankful for is that i have an appointment for my passport because it's my first one so i have my appointment set up and everything, I have everything ready and ready to go. Good. Uh, all I have to do is just, you know, step in and give give my papers yes. <laughs> and, and my coin. Cause okay, because they, they want that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna pay it? Yeah, we gonna, gonna pay this coin. So I'm I'm thankful for the coin I have, and I'm thankful for that I have my date set out because this will be my first ever passport ever in my black hey. ass life, and I'm just very excited for that. And then I'm going on a trip with my uh two of my friends from. Um, in you know of the LA's uh, we're going to a place y'all need to know nah I'll say New Zealand <laughs> I'm like come on secret squirrel Carmen San Diego where's she now okay <laughs> where in you the know, world you know <laughs> you know secret like Carmen San Diego's my gig right exactly <laughs> that she's actually very Norio <laughs> yeah I guess she is she is very... oh, uh, shout out, are we oh, saying yeah. names yeah well yeah, yeah shout out to the good sis shout out <laughs> Norio, hey girl. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'll be doing that, and I'm excited for that. So that's what I'm appreciative of because it's been a long time coming, and I'm excited to get out of this country for a little bit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> mood across the board. Excited <laughs> to get out. Oh my gosh, bro, we're going to have our passports. Like, it's oh my gosh, passport. which means that we have to do a uh, joint trip next year in London because it's time for us. To Ooh. Go. Oh, we, we don't talk, talk about it. We didn't talk about what's the name that got that got let go from 
Oh, the prime minister? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was crying, girl, and the girls were reading her for Phil. Oh, she's nobody's iron lady, I tell you that. <laughs> okay. I tell you that. Because iron lady would never. Would she never. Would never. Never. <laughs> Up until the day she died, you never. She would go down a sinking ship, <laughs> telling the ship to get up and do something with its life. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's all we have for y'all. Do you have anything else you want to add, Fred, before we get out of here? No, I know we've been saying coming soon a lot, but we are absolutely going to revamp everything. We just, you know, we just had to fill our oats, get our lives together, and then now that that's happening, and we're getting our passports, you just, you just don't know what to expect with us. But we definitely are coming. Oh. I don't want to be that person that says we're coming with some heat. We're coming with some new content. Because people, <laughs> why do content creators abuse the word content? I'm just going off on a tangent, guys. But or a content creator, <laughs> to be quite honest. You know, these are reads for another day. <laughs> they are. <laughs> you can tell nice. we've been gone for a while. We had so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we will see y'all soon with some stuff, especially because Pose is coming. Ow. And it, and we do reviews on that, so we're excited about that. So check out for that. And that's it for me. Anything else for you, friend? Same. Check us out where you can check us out. <laughs> no. Yeah. Let me get the links. I was going to get there. <laughs> friend, where, where can they find you on social media? Child, y'all can find me. Y'all still finding us somehow, some way. God bless you. Following and unfollowing, but I haven't been following back, so catch that tease. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and we will be going through that list. Oh, oh, we going to do it. So <laughs> y'all just wait. Ooh, that following list is going to decrease. <laughs> but um, you can find us on Instagram, on the gram, and the bird Twitter at relatableafpod. Email us relatableafpod at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube. I do believe we have an account. <laughs> That's a, a mystery in the sands. I don't know. <laughs> But, you know, we, we go get professional. We, we go be professional LinkedIn girls where you can find yeah. us everywhere. So, um, but that's just the main ones. And, of course, you can find me at Chill Tanya whenever I come back on on the grid on all platforms. You've been MIA. And Ghost. I understand because I'm going to do that too. <laughs> coast to coast. Uh, but you can find me at on Twitter at Dijon. Dhawk27. Why did I say? Oh, no, I had to cut that out. You can find me on Twitter at Dhawk27. You can find me on Instagram at Dijon underscore Delante. And that's it for y'all. That's all we got. We said a lot. (laughs) And we will see y'all next time. Peace. Bye.